Welcome to the Spirited Leaders Podcast. Here we dive into all things leadership, spirituality, business, mindset, wealth, and energy to inspire and empower you to make the impact you're here for while loving your life. I am your host, Rachel White, coach, speaker, published author, and the creator of the Spirited Leaders brand, including this podcast and our magazine. Thank you so much for being here. Enjoy this episode. have a guest with me, Alex Farah. Welcome, Alex. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. So Alex spoke in the online trust summit. That is also an episode on the gender podcast. So you might recognize her, but we're talking about something completely different today, which is really exciting. So Alex has recently left her job and gone full time into her soul work, into her business, doing career and manifestation coaching, bringing in a few different elements of her interests and her soul work into that. So I'm really excited to dive in. What I would love to start with, Alex, is manifestation. So I would love to know how you got introduced to the topic of manifestation and the point that made you realize, the point that took you between this is really cool in theory and, oh my God, this actually works. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so let's rewind maybe about five years ago, maybe even like close to six years ago. Um, I was working in retail at the time and I had this massive dream to start coaching, to you know, delve into the personal development world. I was very much into like reading all these books. I had all these ideas for the kind of business that I wanted to create. And one day I reached out to this woman on Facebook. Her name is Georgia Alice. She actually runs a business called Blue Chip Minds. Um, And I loved what she was doing. I loved what she was putting out into the world. And so I just messaged her for a coffee. And when we caught up for a coffee, what started out as me just kind of telling her about my dreams, there was also a lot of me kind of self-loathing to her and kind of complaining. I was still very much in that victim mode of like, why can't I have this? Um, I want to create this, but I just don't see how it's possible for me. And I was kind of getting her take on how she created her business. And so we're just having coffee and she leans over the table and she was like, Alex, have you ever heard of the law of attraction? And it was a concept that I had heard of a few times, but I had never really paid much attention to. And her business was kind of built on the idea of the law of attraction. However, it's kind of um, the way that she delivers it is in a very scientific kind of way. And so it was from there that I entered into my very first law of attraction type course and I was literally blown away. I, this idea that our thoughts can really create things and you can have whatever kind of life that you want if you believe that you can have it was just like groundbreaking to me. I walked away and I think a lot of people can kind of think that manifestation is quite airy-fairy, but coming from this woman who had such a successful business um, and she, you know, she she didn't seem airy-fairy or anything like that. I just thought it was amazing that she had created her life based off this, 
this theory. Um, so I started a course called Thinking into Results, which is all about how we think and how we can create the results we want by using universal laws to create them. So that's where it kind of started for me. And then I was still working in retail at the time and I had craved getting into a new role while I worked on my, while I was working on my coaching business. And it was kind of there that I manifested working for this woman and helping her with her events that things just kind of started to click because I had manifested that. So that was like the turning point where I was like, wow, this stuff really works. Yeah. Amazing. Do you want to talk, you mentioned the universal laws. Do you want to talk a little bit about what the main laws are, what they actually mean and how they tie into manifesting whatever we want? Yeah, for sure. So I think, you know, a lot of people who have heard of the law of attraction, they kind of take on, they might've seen the, um, the documentary, The Secret, And they take things on as extremely literally. So they take things on as like they can write themselves a check and stick it on their wall and they're going to manifest that. And unfortunately, it isn't that easy. Um, It is really easy when you kind of learn the right laws and how to use them properly. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, the law of attraction is probably the one that people know the most, but there is a law that comes before that, which is the law of vibration. And that's around the fact that everything is vibrating at different frequencies. And this is probably my most favorite law because it is the most important. Because if you have a look at the different frequencies that things vibrate, you're going to attract things into your life based on that frequency. So if you're someone who is quite a happy person, you find yourself in flow a lot, you're in alignment, you're going to attract things that are, you know, that you have maybe on your vision board. If you're someone who's operating from that victim mentality and you're vibrating at the lower frequency, you're going to attract things that you don't want. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, probably the most important law that people really need to delve into and understand is, you know, everything is vibrating in motion. And if you want to, if you want to get a clear idea of like where you're at in terms of your vibration, tune into how you're feeling because your feelings will tell you everything. We live in a, we, we live in a feeling universe. So if you're feeling flat one day, it's really important to tune in and ask yourself maybe why, what's going on. Um, but yeah, that's, that's definitely my most favorite law that I think people need to understand more. Yeah. I think that is a really cool and important law to understand. And it's sometimes our logical mind thinks in the opposite way. It's like, I'll be happy when I have this, or I'll be happy when these external things change but the universal laws really work in the opposite. It's when we align our energy first, then we can have what we want that's in alignment with it. Yes. So many people base their life off circumstance. And it's so important to really understand that once it's in your physical reality, it's old news. It's, Mm. you know, it's irrelevant. So it's already manifested. Every, every experience that you have attracted into your life started out as a thought or a frequency. So once it's in your physical reality, it's old news and you need to start creating from the inside. Yeah. For anyone listening that's kind of new to this concept, do you have any 
um, practices or advice to like, how do you actually align your energy with what you want? What, do, what does that process look like for you and how you lead your clients through that? Yeah. So I think the first thing, the 98% of the problem is people don't know what they want or they do and they don't allow themselves to really go there and dream and think that they are worthy of it. So what I always suggest is when you're trying to manifest something, make it so that it's a, like a kind of like a short, shorter term manifestation. So if you're someone with a vision board and you've got like an, a massive mansion on there or the Lamborghini and Ferrari or whatever, these are all really great visions to have and ideologies to have however the subconscious mind can kind of it looks at it it can't really connect because it looks at it as you know way off if you're someone who's like in a full-time job and you you feel like those things are really really far away from you it's really hard for your subconscious mind to really connect and believe that you are worthy of those things so if you want to get really good at manifesting start with like small short-term um, goals between six and nine months because that's where your subconscious mind can really start to connect with that manifestation and what you manifest is in direct proportion to what you feel you're actually worthy of so a lot of the work that I do with my clients is around that worthy piece so we look at what people actually really want on like that soul level and we try and get that worthy piece to measure up to that because if you feel like you're worthy of something and you can have something, you're going, you're going to attract it very easily. Mm, yes. I love that. I think what you mentioned about things feeling so far away when we can't even imagine it being in our physical reality, there's so much resistance created in our thoughts. It's like, as soon as we start thinking we want something, it's like the mind is like, uh, are, are you kidding? <laughs> That's not for you in this lifetime. But exactly. we, yeah, when we focus on those shorter term things, it's like, yeah, that is actually, actually yeah. possible. People are trying to go from like zero to a hundred. And what I recommend is going from zero to 10 to 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. And as, as um, that manifestation muscle kind of strengthens along the way, then you can start taking more quantum leaps, so to speak, because you have this faith in the universe and how it actually works. But if you're just starting out in manifestation, aim for those little incremental things that you're trying to bring into your reality. Mm. So you mentioned get clear on what it is that you actually want. Align yourself to feel worthy of it. Yes. What's the next? Is there a next step? I, yes. So the universe won't actually respond to just what you're wanting. It's going to respond to who you're being. Mm -hmm. So once you've got that worthy piece, it's important to really, really embody and step into that person. So it's like asking yourself, like, how does this person show up day to day? What do they do? How do they interact in their relationships? You know, if you're, if you're trying to manifest a business or start a business, think about things like, what would you do today? How would you, how would you act? What does your morning routine look like? Because that's when you're really going to notice that you're starting to bring in those manifestations because you're embodying who you want to be and what you want to create. So it's getting clear on what you want and you know, removing all things like fear, 
doubt, worry, and how you're going to get there because the how isn't necessarily up to you. It's more so um, just getting really clear on that vision. And once you've got that vision, then the universe will start to send you little pings or little nudges of like, go and do that. And it's really important that you follow those little nudges along the way. Mm. So getting clear on what you want, feeling worthy and really stepping and embodying um, who you want to be. Yeah, I think that's really important as well. The little daily practices often get really discounted as in like when I have all this success, you know, then I'll have more self-care or have more meditation or whatever it is. But just bringing in those practices of that future version of ourself is what creates the time collapsing, the quicker manifestation of what we actually want. So yeah, I think that is really important. And you you kind of mentioned that you'll get these um, like intuitive nudges or, or pings like I should do this. Do you want to talk about like the law of action or like, yeah, yeah. I'll let you dive into it. So, so important. So again, this is what I mean about people watching The Secret and taking things on as very literally as you can see it in your mind and then it pops into your future, which again, isn't the case because the law of of action is such a massive element of it. We live in a physical universe. So we live in this physical 3D realm where everything is really, really dense. So you can see it, you can taste it, you can touch it. And when things start out as a frequency, it's almost more on like a energetic level and in order to bring our manifestations into a physical reality we need to follow those little nudges or those little pings that the universe is instilling within us in order to bring it into the physical realm without that law of action it's just not going to happen you can sit down, you can sit on your bed and you can say all the affirmations that you want and visualize exactly how you want your reality to play out. But if you're not following those intuitive nudges or acting upon that free will, it's just not going to happen. Mm, yeah, I think that is such an important piece. But, and it's also that I think it's all really important to look at altogether because if we're just taking action and just trying to force things to happen we're not necessarily going to get to the point that we actually want to experience but when we combine the action with the worthiness with the visualization with everything then it's like this magical process where we're really clear on what we want we do what we need to do we we're guided in what we need to do and then we get what we want it's like magic yeah. yeah, it really is just like magic. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about, so what you're doing now is career coaching and working, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but working with people that kind of want to, that don't like their job, that want to leave and either start yeah. their business or have a new job. Do you want to talk a little bit about this? Like one, why is this area something that you feel really passionate about? And two, like how the, how manifestation fits into this type of work? Yeah, for sure. So um, my background before I really stepped and left my full-time job was in um, recruitment. So I dealt with a lot of people who were in jobs that they didn't love. And before I left my job, I was actually in more of a health coaching space where I was helping women really make peace with their bodies, um, create self-love and really change their life from that perspective. And what I noticed when I was in health coaching 
was that when these women really made peace with their bodies and um, so when I was in health coaching, I was helping these women really develop um, these levels of self-love so that they could really make peace with their bodies and go out into the world and really experience the world without having all that guilt and shame around their bodies. And what I noticed is when, when these women really made peace with their bodies, they started to really step into what they were passionate about and their purpose. And I saw this link as, you know, a lot of the time when people are really struggling with their bodies, there's a, there's a big issue around purpose as well. So when I was in recruitment and I was interviewing all of these people and meeting all of these people from day to day, I can tell you right now, like 95% of these people weren't overly happy in their jobs. So if you're listening to this and you're currently hating your career or you're feeling like you chose the wrong career, completely normal. But part of my passion now is really helping these women step out of these rat race feeling jobs and stepping more into their purpose. Because everyone that I speak to, when I ask them things like, if money weren't a factor or you knew that you couldn't fail, what would you do? And instantly, it's like this little fire has been lit up within them. And, you know, you can see the passion, like just oozing out of them. But the issue is that after they have that little moment of passion, they kind of go into this fear and doubt and anxiety that it could just never really happen for them. Mm. So, yeah, manifestation is a key element of this is because your thoughts really do create your reality. And, you know, if you have a dream or you have an idea or you have like a dream job, whether that is in, you know, corporate or full-time work or it is creating your own idea into a business, it's important to understand that that's universal intelligence working through you. That dream and that idea has been instilled within you and it's chosen you because it wants you to bring it out into fruition. It's your own creative expression. So manifestation is a massive element of it because it's really taking that divine guidance and universal intelligence and using the law of attraction and your thoughts create your reality to really bring that into physical reality. Mm. So cool. And I love how you've tied these three areas of like health, manifestation, career all in together. And something that just kept coming to my mind as you were talking about people that like 95% of the people you saw in recruitment just did not like their job. Like the, it's crazy. It feels so crazy when I think about it now, especially from me leaving my full-time job that people want to spend like a third to half of their day doing something that they really just hate and like all day, every day. And then the more they do it, it becomes ingrained that this is the only option for them. And I think that like, I just really want to point out the impact that that has on our nervous system. When we're spending all day doing things that we hate, we literally feel like we're in danger all day, every day at a psychological, mental and emotional level. And the first step to changing is feeling safe. Like our body isn't going to let us manifest anything that doesn't feel safe for us. So it's so, I think it's so cool the work you're doing, working with people that want to leave their job or, or want to do something different with their life 
to seeing how manifestation can work, how their thoughts are actually determining the outcomes or what they f- to what they feel is possible. Yeah. 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 I think I think as well, people in these jobs where they really don't love them, they don't actually see a choice. They, they, they think that they're stuck and a lot of the time it comes from the fact that they've spent years in university to get there and then they've gotten into that job and they're like, actually, this isn't really for me and they almost feel like they failed. But if anything, you need to see it as more feedback than anything and that, you know, there's a part of your soul that's craving that expression and it's so important to follow that because whatever you've learned up until now in, in the job that you're in, you will take on into you know your future your Mm. future role or your dream you know like I didn't necessarily love recruitment however it's kind of ironic now that I'm working with women in their careers Mm. so I've got that recruitment background around experience and putting people into these jobs and now I'm taking that more of a okay what do you actually enjoy what do you love what do you what lights you up what kind of lifestyle do you want to live and a massive thing that I had to really step back and think about was what does success actually mean to me because if you're in a job at the moment and you're hating it but it looks really beautiful and glamorous from the outside it's not successful you know if you're if you're in your job and you're looking at the time and you feel like your soul is being sucked dry that is not successful so it's really redefining what success means to you and it might just be more freedom in your days it doesn't have to be a massive paycheck or you know like a really glamorous job it just needs to be that fulfillment from the inside out mm. i think that it's i i love what you said about the things that we've done up to this point in time, it isn't a waste and we don't have to stick with things just because we've put so much effort and investment. Like a little bit on my background is, so I worked as an accountant for seven and a half years. I went to university for three years. Then I did my post um, graduate designation for three years And then I started my master's degree and did that for two years. And then I got to a point where I was like, Yes, I've spent like over a hundred thousand dollars over all these years. I'm like at a point where I'm like ready to progress to this next level, but I actually don't want to do this. And I think that sometimes we spend so long looking back. It's like I put in all this time, all this money. But if you actually look forward and question, okay, in 10 years' time, do I actually want to be doing what I'm doing now? Or we can look at like the like the next level, if there's kind of like a hierarchy in our organization, do I actually want the job of my boss or where I would progress to if I stayed? And when we start to look forward, I think it kind of dissolves the thought of looking back. And exactly like you said that, like we gain skills, experiences, all these things in our whole life journey. And all of that is going to be valuable. Like there's so many things I learned in terms of like communication, just professional writing. Like I I actually think if I didn't work as an accountant and write like business reports and stuff, there's no way I would have been able to write my book last year as efficiently as I did if I didn't have that experience. So there's so many things that we can take from what we've already done and into what we really actually want to be doing and what's going to feel good when 
Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I want to acknowledge you and honor you for really following your dreams. Like, especially going from being an accountant to doing what you're doing now. Like, what a leap of faith. Mm. You know, so I think as well, it's so important to mention around the law of polarity where it's like looking at opposites and like there is no in without an out. You know, so if you're currently in a role and you're listening to this and you are hating your job, it's important to understand that this is like an experience for you because now you know what this feels like. You're going to appreciate something that feels true and fulfilling for you on the other side of things. Mm. I would love for you to touch a little bit on, I saw a post that you made the other day about it's the um, the seven out of ten is like the dangerous. The I think it was six or seven out of ten is the dangerous place to be. And I feel like for me, when I was working, there were a few years when I was kind of sitting at that point where it's like I don't hate it, but I don't love it. But you know, I'm really intertwined, so I'll just stay. And then it finally got to a point where I was like, no, I have to go. So I would love for you to speak to the people who are kind of sitting at the like I could keep doing this, like I don't love it, but it's it's easy I'm comfortable like I've got so much to say about this the seven out of ten is danger zone it is not where you want to be because this is where you have way too much leverage you probably have your weekends off you work good hours and you take home a decent paycheck but at the end of the day you're not truly fulfilled or inspired or loving your life or the lifestyle that you've created but it's almost too cushy and too hard for you to leave and start to create something new so with the seven out of ten life this is the one where the universe is tickling you with the feather and it's saying oh this isn't for you this isn't for you and it's just like a little intuitive nudge or this little tickle that you're on the wrong path but it's still quite good and still quite cushy And this is where people stay in jobs that aren't really for them for their entire, almost, I guess, their entire career. Or they might get into their 40s or their 50s and be like, okay, who am I? What am I actually passionate about? And this is where people have these massive breakdowns is because they're not really in tune with themselves and they're not really following that guidance of what kind of things they want to bring out into the world. There's not that real authentic creative expression. So from that little tickle with the feather, you get punched in the face because the the universe is like, are you listening to me? So it takes someone to be from like a two to a three to really stand up and say, I need a change. This is not happening for me. I need to go out and create what I really, really want because because their pain is so big that they need to do something about it. Whereas when you're sitting at the six to the seven out of 10, it's danger zone because you will stay there a lot longer. You don't feel like you need to make a change because you've got all this leverage. Mm. Love that so much. I think that for there to be any major change in our life, there is going to be a level of discomfort through the transition. And we can let that discomfort be forced upon us. And like you said, the pain, the punch in the face, Mm -hmm. or we can lead ourselves through a little bit of discomfort. And it's only uncomfortable because it's different and there's an adjustment period. And then to have that magical life on the other side, I'm thinking about this example of that. So I know this person that she's had like this sore shoulder for ages. And I just keep saying, 
or like maybe just get like a remedial massage and she's like no but it'll hurt and I'm like do you want mild pain in your shoulder for the rest of your life or do you want to have like an hour session and then it feel really good forever <laughs> it's kind of the same analogy. <laughs> it's the same thing um there's this book called the untethered soul by Michael A. Singer it's one of my most favorite books and there's a whole chapter in there about a thorn in your arm and most people walk around with a thorn in their arm and the thorn really represents the pain in your life or you know an insecurity or something that you know is painful that you're not willing to look at um, and really deal with so you leave this thorn in your arm and then anytime someone knocks it you're triggered and you get upset and you know Mm. it's hurtful and you're forced to face with a bit of the pain but it's too painful to really just rip out the thorn which is what we need to do is just like a band-aid we need to look at our stuff and just rip it out Mm. yeah and just like a band-aid yes it'll hurt for like a second and then five minutes later you forget about it yeah completely yeah yeah. and that transition period is definitely very scary like I mentioned earlier I was in health coaching um, before I've gone more into manifestation and career and when I went into health coaching I thought that it was like my soul's purpose I thought it was everything I had such a mission around it and then after I had done it and I had helped some women work through it and I learned more about myself transitioning was really really hard for me it took a massive toll on my whole body because I was like I just wasn't willing to let go because I thought that this was it this was my dream and I was holding so tight to it that the universe was tickling me with a feather and being like take this path look at this path this is where you're going to find the most creative authentic expression And one night I was sitting on my bed after I'd gone through a week of just like feeling really low and depressed for whatever reason, which was that the fact that I was holding all this in and I was gripping and trying to control things so tightly that one night I was just sat on my bed and I thought, okay, well, what would it look like if I just let it go for one moment, for five minutes? Let's just let it go for five minutes. And I was in meditation and all of these ideas just started to flow to me. And it was like that moment of surrender really allowed me to see what I was capable of creating if I just listened to that divine intelligence. Mm. So if you're in a transition period and you're like holding on to something that you've worked so hard for and so hard to create, but it's not aligned or truly authentic to the kind of person you want to be, I totally hear you and understand that it can be really painful to let go. But what's on the other side of that fear and that control is incredibly powerful. Mm, I agree with everything you said. I love that. And I think loosening our grip is so important and I can definitely relate to that. And I feel like for me, when I was contemplating leaving my job for like, I, I kind of would contemplate it and then let it go. And that kind of went on for like a few years. And then when I was like really kind of sure of my decision, it was still like a, like a six month period before I actually ended up leaving And the resistance for me was really coming from, like, I felt like that being an accountant, a young achiever, like good in like my academic career, like that was ingrained as part of my identity. Like I felt like that's how I was known in the community. That's like who I was. So it was like this psychological death of, of part of me. 
And like, I was just gripping onto that so much. And as soon as I let that go and really felt safe in, you know, like I am me, I don't need these other labels and role titles and everything to be the amazing person that I am. Um, that's when I really kind of developed that safety that I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be more than okay, no matter what I do, no matter what job title I have. Yes surrender just let it go and I get goosebumps as you're saying that because like shedding skin is so important and it is a part of your evolvement so Mm. like if like the universe's priority and goal of your lifetime is to bring you into true creative expression bringing you into your most authentic self which is why sometimes we face all these challenges because it's like knocking us back into alignment and where we need to be and it's creating our story and you know how what we're going to be telling people when we've made it to the other side and your job is to tune in and to surrender and listen to that divine intelligence that's pushing you onto the right path. And that's where it comes into play is, you know, why is this happening versus what what is this teaching me? Mm, Love that distinction. Are there any final words of wisdom you would like to wrap us up with? I think my main, um, my main message really is that if you are in a, in a job at the moment that you are hating and you feel like you're showing up to work every day and your soul is being destroyed I want you to know wholeheartedly that it doesn't need to be that way and that you can create whatever kind of lifestyle that you want if you are willing to allow yourself to dream and go there and come up with a strategy and a plan to really get yourself there if you you know take a take a year to go a little bit backwards to set yourself five years ahead then so be it. It's like that letting go of the shame and the anxiety around, is it actually going to work and really stepping into that full authentic expression to really show up as your most authentic self and create the life of your dreams is totally possible. And that's all I want to say. Yes. I love that. If everyone wants to find you online, learn a bit about more about what you do and everything, where can we find you? So definitely um, come and follow me over on Instagram is probably the best space. My website is up, but um, I do respond to all my DMs through Instagram. So just alexandria.farah. I'm sure Rachel will link it in the show notes. Yes, I will. And you also have a Facebook group that's free to join. Yes. 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 So um, I've got a Facebook group called Magic Mindsets where we're talking about you know, really, really creating the right mindset to step into the, the life that you've always dreamed of. Because as um, we've said, it all starts on the inside before you can bring it into reality. So definitely feel free to join that Facebook group along with some other gorgeous women um, so that we can connect. Yeah, and I'll put the link to that as well in the show notes. So thank you so much for being here, Alex. I love this conversation so much and I'm sure it has inspired so many people, especially those like six to seven out of 10 that are maybe questioning whether they can do something more fulfilling and more amazing with their career and life. Sure. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. Thank you so much for listening. If you have loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at by Rachel White 
reach out to me anytime with your insights and questions. Have a beautiful day.